0: episode of product thinking. I am Kyle Evans. This week we are talking about Systems, Three-Body Problems, Resurrectionists and Yellowstone, a monthly wrap from August and all things from articles to podcasts to other things that we've talked about and found interesting from this past month. So another month and another list and host of great articles, listens, books and other things. Uh, from product thinking, from this podcast and newsletter, and from around the internet. So let's dive into it. Uh, First off, what you may have missed or what you may have already heard or read from this podcast and newsletter over the past month, some highlights, when the system is the problem. Uh, This was a great article and great podcast, uh, in my opinion, where we explored how often the system we work in can be the cause of the problems. And we work in so many systems at work, in politics, in religion, et cetera. And we didn't shy away from exploring all of the taboo topics in this newsletter. Well, maybe not all of them, but many of them. And it was for paid subscribers. So you'll need to grab a paid subscription if you haven't already. But it was definitely my favorite newsletter and podcast from August I think so definitely check that one out when the system is the problem quoting from that we can make improvements within the system and those are important incremental changes a new rule or a new process can improve the system but we need to assess the system holistically is it the right system should we pull should we be pulling red beads and white beads and counting them so that of course coming from the edwards deming Experiment. A bad system will beat a good person every time, quoting from him. So definitely check that one out. Uh, Another one uh, dogs and data and assumptions. So, in another uh, newsletter and podcast, we explored our new puppy and whether that makes me a more adventurous person. So, we recently got a new puppy and he is now the puppy brother of our older golden retriever. And so, does that make me? more adventurous as dog people are more adventurous, according to an article that we explored. And my conclusion to that, well, it depends. And of course, you'll have to go read that post and check out that podcast to find out more. But quoting from it, it's interesting to think about how much our pets influence us versus how much they are a reflection of our existing preferences. I suspect It is both, though how much is an open question. We certainly can't escape how our decisions shape our environment and in turn shape our decisions. So check that one out, dogs, data, and assumptions. Uh, Another post from this past month, the forest for the trees. I had a great conversation in my other podcast, Product by Design, with Florian Daniel about car centricity. Uh, that prompted me to write this post, The Forest for the Trees, about how centered we are on vehicles uh, rather than thinking about ways we can change. So, quoting from that, should we really be so car centric as a society? Should we build our cities around the idea of driving everywhere? Or can we start to be more friendly? to other ways of traveling. How can we accomplish that? Rather than optimizing the system, how can we blow it up and make that system work better? As you look around, you'll see other systems that we're optimizing rather than questioning. I know I have. And we talked about that on the podcast where Florian and I talked about the work that he's doing with his, with his current company and how they're focusing on helping people drive less and do other ways of uh, transportation. And it was a great discussion. You'll, of course, find the link to that in the newsletter. So definitely check that out. And of course, the link to that post and newsletter, The Forest for the Trees. Finally, from August, a book review, The Art of Gathering by Priya Parker. We reviewed that book, and it was great. It was a great read for anyone who gets together with friends or family socially or has meetings professionally, which I assume is most of us. It has helped me plan better meetings and get togethers by applying product thinking to gatherings. So quoting from That the more time we take to understand the purpose of our gathering, whether it is to reconnect with friends, to develop deeper relationships among extended family, or simply to create a shared understanding of our product metrics, the better our gatherings can be. Our meetings can continually improve as we take charge as hosts and focus on the purpose and the people involved. So that was the book, The Art of Gathering by Priya Parker and the Book Review. That we did for august so those are the newsletters and the podcasts from this past month august uh, 2022 so definitely check those out if you haven't already Uh, some other articles from around the internet that i found uh, really interesting over this past past month first off from wired by luke burgess the three-city problem of modern life, uh, super fascinating. I've recently been comp- contemplating many of these same topics, theology and rationality. And I love the intersection of this article with professional value, comparing all of these things, so uh, theology and religion, rationality, and Uh, professional value. This problem of the three cities, and he uses uh, Athens, Rome, and Silicon Valley, to the three-body problem, and it gives it a great perspective. So quoting from this article, Trying to solve for the movement of three large bodies in one another's orbit creates a circular logic. The calculations rely on the initial positions of the three bodies, but these initial positions are unknowable over time because the bodies always affect one one another in unpredictable ways. The three body problem is the best metaphor I've found for a social complexity that affects us all today, a problem resulting from the interaction of three major centers of gravity that this dynamic is scrambling our intuitions and making us long for order in what feels like an increasingly chaotic world. We're caught on the inside of a three-city problem. religion, Reason, religion, and the technology-driven quest to create value at any cost are now interacting in ways we scarcely understand, but which have vast influence over our everyday lives lives. So he he takes this idea of a three-body problem, which when we think about uh, space and this idea of three bodies potentially orbiting each other and how it's completely unpre- unpredictable. So if you had a planet orbiting two stars, for example, being unable to predict the movement of those because uh, how they're interacting with each other using that same metaphor for a three-city problem and the interaction there. And then those, of course, being reason, religion, and the technology-driven quest to create value. So fascinating read. Definitely check that one out. And I link it, of course, in the newsletter, which you can find the link to in the show notes. Uh, Continuing on, another article, Rocky Mountain Massacre. This is talking about the massacre of wolves in the Yellowstone area. So in Montana, Wyoming, and Idaho, not in Yellowstone itself because they were protected in Yellowstone. But while they were protected previously in the areas surrounding Yellowstone, that has changed. So the reintroduction of wolves to Yellowstone was controversial and has only gotten more heated over the past two decades, though you could probably argue that it has never not been a heated issue. Recently, the restrictions on killing wolves outside of Yellowstone have been lifted, and a slaughter has begun. It's a complex issue, and I've been interested in reading more about it, given our love of Yellowstone and our frequent visits There. And I'll talk more about that in a second. So quoting from this article, I friggin' watched the thing and it's not a wolf hunt. Ralph told me it's killing is what it is. Much of that killing Ralph said was orchestrated by a crew of around 20 locals he recognized from Gardner, immigrant and Livingston. He knew many of the men and watched in his hikes with Sage how they attempted to lure wolves out of the park to mow them down with military style rifles. Uh, super interesting article. Obviously, we can't, I can't quote everything here, but it really dives into a lot of the politics that uh, has gone into everything that has happened around the wolves, both being reintroduced to Yellowstone. Uh, and it has been almost two decades since that has happened. And the controversy that has surrounded that and has continued to surround that. And now that People can hunt and trap those wolves. Uh, You know, there are those who want to do it responsibly, and there are those who seemingly just want to kill as many of them as possible, Uh, which is a scary prospect because, you know, they, while the wolves have uh, reestablished themselves in Yellowstone and the surrounding areas pretty well, uh, it's, you know, they have only been there for a relatively short time since they been completely eliminated uh, back in the, I believe like around the 1920s or so. I'd have to double check on that. Anyway, interesting article. Definitely check that out. Uh, So going on to some good listens from around the web. This one, Resurrectionists. Fascinating podcast. Uh, Are you a gravedigger, a body snatcher, or a respected archaeologist? And is there a difference between those three? It depends on who you're asking and who is doing the digging. Uh, this podcast was a fascinating dive into the history of body snatching or resurrectionism in the past and how those who were respected members of the community were exempt from the consequences while others weren't because we talk about it differently, which is why words matter. And why the differences between those is important. So, definitely check that one out. It's an interesting history and an interesting discussion. Uh, another one wake up and smell the fraud. I was unfamiliar with triangulation fraud until this podcast, uh, an NPR podcast, uh, but it's an interesting scheme and it involves you getting more than you paid for when you order something online, which sounds like everyone wins and it sounds really great. But there are people all along the chain being defrauded. And so definitely give that one a listen if you're interested in how some of this fraud is taking place online. All right, another podcast, Conducting User Research and Applying Behavioral Science, a conversation with Florian Daniel. So this was an episode I did for my other podcast, Product by Design. Florian is the co founder of Carploy, an Austrian based startup that was acquired by Ride Amigos, where he is now a tech, technical research lead. And in this episode, we discussed changing our thinking about big concepts like commuting, applying behavioral science to tough problems, changing our behavior. We also talked about balancing short term and long term research in a startup with lots of constraints sales driven development versus product driven development shipping fast it's a great conversation for anyone in product management ux technology or working on advancing their career so definitely check that one out over at product by design a great conversation Uh, another one That I recorded this past month with Dr. Bree Gentile, Dr. G on trauma-informed research and product design. So, Dr. G is a trauma-informed psychologist, turned trauma-informed product researcher and designer. And in that episode, we discussed getting into UX research, becoming an advisor, meeting people where they are, and emotional inclusivity. Uh, We also explored trauma-informed design with understanding restorative design creating and receptional design receiving as the product life cycle which i thought was a really interesting take on it. We also talked about going deeper for a small audience rather than trying to get all the audience, focusing on getting design right and designing for emotions rather than just joy and delight, so all the emotions. So it was a great conversation Uh, Another product management and technology and UX-focused one. So anybody interested in those, again, check out Product by Design, the other podcast. You can see the link in the show notes uh, for those two episodes from this past month. Uh, Some books, some interesting books from this past month. Babbitt by Sinclair Lewis. This is a classic satire. And it was written in 1922, so a full century ago. Happy birthday, Babbitt. And it's remarkably relevant today. Uh, Lewis successfully criticizes everything and everyone from American society fueled by consumerism to rampant racism to the obsession with status. Uh, Quoting from a description of it, in this sardonic portrait of the up-and-coming middle class during the prosperous 1920s, Sinclair Lewis perfectly captures the sound, the feel, and the attitudes of the generation that created the cult of consumerism. With a sharp eye for detail and the keen powers of observation, Lewis tracks successful realtor George Babbitt's daily struggles to rise to the top of his profession while maintaining his reputation as an upstanding family man. So, Interesting book. Check that one out. An Empire of Shadows. So going back to Yellowstone. Every year we take a trip to Yellowstone as a family. It's one of our favorite places to visit because of the beautiful landscape, the unique sites, the number of animals, all of those things. And as part of our visit this year, I wanted to read more about the history of Yellowstone. So we listened to Empire of Shadows. It was a superb book. I have about an hour left of it, so I haven't gotten all the way to the end of it. It was really long, but absolutely worth it. And if you enjoy a thorough history, you'll enjoy this book. It's not just about Yellowstone, but about the history of the westward exploration. And it doesn't shy away from the darker parts of the story, which I think is critical to understanding real history and everything that goes into it. So Empire of Shadows, definitely check that one out. Finally, interesting finds born and raised. So this is a John Mayer album from about 10 years ago, and it's got a great folk mountain vibe to it. Uh, I remember listening to it uh, quite a lot when it first came out, and I recently got the vinyl copy, and it's been great rediscovering it over the past few weeks. I I think it has a great August, fall feel to it. Uh, Again, kind of that Mountain y folk vibe to it. So definitely check that one out if you're you're looking for a little bit of a throwback. um, Some great music there. So, been listening to that one. And that is all for this week's newsletter a recap of some very interesting and great things from August, August 2022, for those listening in the future. And that is it for this week and this month. If you enjoyed, don't forget to subscribe and follow wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, Definitely check out the newsletter at productthinking.cc. You can subscribe to the free or paid version. Uh, Paid version, you get a few additional uh, newsletters each month. And more importantly, just support the work that I am doing you know sending these out the newsletter and the podcast and i of course will appreciate that definitely follow us on social media at product thinking uh just one t in the middle and follow me at kyle larry evans and until next time keep questioning all those assumptions we'll talk again then